on this episode of Why Watch That. Wait a minute. One of our songs from years ago is being sampled by a current rap star whose name is Lil Stinker. <laughs> it is rough out here, you know, in these streets. It is, it is do I care? Uh, you know, do I sympathize? No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, no, I, I do not. But I understand. Some of these American actors aren't American. They're perpetrating. They're bringing us down. And I'm tired of it. No, that's a joke. But still. <laughs> they want something new. They want something flashy. I don't. I want to be calm. I'm like, if you're going to do new and flashy, it's got to be good. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm over it. I'm tired of being serious and, and urgent and now. and No. I'll get to Friday Night Lights. I will get there. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> How dare you? I will get I've there. I've been blindsided. I just... I just... <laughs> Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why, Why Watch, Watch That. that. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. You know, Critic, I got mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh-oh. in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. The Why Watch That Talk. Whoa, we've got TV talk. Ooh. Mm. It gets crazy around here, especially when you've got a premiere of a series, a premiere of a season, and a ta-ta for now of another episode, or excuse me, another show that mm. we love. Now, here's the deal. You know, back in the day, Critic, when we when had- things were cool, the Eric Badu song? <laughs> hey, back in the day. Or no, I was thinking something else. Back in the day. You know, May, this time about five years ago, mm. is what we would call sweeps, right? This is where we would see all of the network shows. Mm -hmm. They're wrapping up their season. They're seeing if they're going to renew or not. I mean, you're getting some, they're usually drama is building, 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 or, or, or sweeps. You got a pilot and they're going to air one episode to see if it works and, and all of that. And then, you know, after May, mid May, mid May ish, yeah. When all the shows were done, then the summer came and it was rerun city. <laughs> it was time to go outside. You know, that's when it was, you know, crisp outside at night in the summer and you go get some ice cream and, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they still do moment. stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's more than five years ago. I mean, that's but I mean, I would say in the last five years, we've said goodbye to that. Mm-hmm. 
we've yeah. absolutely said goodbye to that. Not that it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. but the fact that we have, or at least we're reviewing, put it that mm-hmm. way, yes, for new TV shows, and the middle in the middle of May, seasonal TV has gone to pot. Yes, it's not it's not a thing anymore. So you could no. be literally watching something new wetting your appetite at any point. Mm-hmm. And we have a few shows to talk about yes. that maybe it will wet or not. We also have shows starting up yeah. from last season. And, you know, we have a, 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 a so long. So I wanted to say that in that don't worry your little tail because some of us are a little apprehensive to go outside, not wear masks. Mm. And some of us are okay with it. But if you want to stay inside... Don't worry. TV is literally going to take good care of you. Yeah. Or at least take care of you. I don't know about it's going to be good or not. Let's start with my favorite network, Peacock. Oy vey. No, I only say that because of the name. I'm sure it's got great content on Peacock. And it's just a very strange thing coming out of the mouth. Peacock. Yeah. They've got content. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a new show starring some new familiar faces that we have seen on the small screen, Mm -hmm. but we've also seen on stages. Whoa, did you hear all of that? Faces, (laughs) stages, screen, scene. I'm pretty good. It's Girls Five Ever. (laughs) Not forever. No. Five ever. It's five of them, so, you know. Yes, you can't be forever. You have no. to be five ever. Now, yes. the reason why I say there's some familiar folks is because when the, you know, critic goes down the list, we know some of these ladies, these girls who are not girls, by the way. No. Um, And we've listened to them, put it that way. <laughs> we've listened. We've watched. And now they're here. Now, I'm going to be honest with you before you start. I've been seeing this rev up. It seems like it's like a mishmash. Like I, it seems like an utter because it's it's very strange. It may work though. Yeah. Question is, is this another reason why we should allow Peacock to dip into our account once a month? Um, yeah. Well, before we get to that pressing question. Girls Five Ever, here's what it's about. Here's how it starts. There's a former pop group, like Spice Girls, that kind of thing. And they discover, wait a minute, one of our songs from years ago is being sampled by a current rap star whose name is Lil Stinker. (laughs) Okay. And the person who hears this first on the show is played by Sarah Bareilles, of all people. That's what I was saying. We've seen her on stage. We listen to her music. Mm -hmm. Say what you want to say, you know, mm-hmm. and she's in a particular place. That's not the best place to be hearing this. Okay. You'll see what that's like. So, you know, wait a minute. What about residuals? All of that stuff. Who's the person in charge of their residuals? You'll see that. And this group, <laughs> they have not been together in quite some time. They haven't spoken and so on. So because of her going to get these residuals, In order for everybody to get their residuals, she has to be the one to deliver them. And you'll see why that's the case. Hmm. So she goes through, there's a busy Phillips character, Summer, 
who is like trying to get into reality TV. There is Paula Powell's character, Gloria, who's working, 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 and, you know, may not be ready again to be in a girl group. There is Renee Elise Goldsberry character, Wiki, uh-huh. who seems to be living the life. Angelica! <laughs> and then the fifth member, Ashley, well, where is she? Played by Ashley Park. Where is she? I won't tell you. So what happens is because of this new song, maybe they're going to have a reunion and you'll see what takes off after that. Um, So what I would say is if you like Tina Fey's stuff, 30 Rock, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, it probably will work. Um, My question for Peacock is always because, you know, they give like the first episode free and then you have to pay. So the question is, would I pay for Peacock to watch more than just the first episode? Absolutely not. Um, It's well-produced. But it doesn't make me laugh. So, Mm. you know, it's just silly. But if you like Tina Fey, you haven't seen Capture on Peacock. You haven't seen that as well. That, to me, is still Peacock's best original offering. Then paying for a month might be worth it. Okay, so strategically, you're saying. There you go. Unless you like wrestling, you know. And many people do. Yes, they do. Um, So let's move on to another I mean, another, like, some of the cast is a blast from the past. <laughs> um, designing women. Uh, let's move on to um, a new show on HBO Max called Hacks. Look at me. I'm rhyming all over the place. <laughs> this is about 10 episodes. You get two a week. Now, here's the thing about HBO Max. I think your answer to this is going to be very clear. The question is... Do we pay for HBO Max for hacks? And I already mm. know your answer, whether mm-hmm. it's great or not. Right. But I also know your answer is, do we pay for HBO Max? Because there's right. something happening there. I'm sure you've heard about it, but we need to remind you because what's happening is places are opening up. Theaters are starting to open up again. Will this certain somebody keep their certain promises? Mm-hmm. And was it lucrative for them to do so? Mm-hmm. Is it lucrative for them to keep their promise? And you yeah. can explain all that code. Yeah, exactly. Because they have, uh, for all of Warner Brothers' new film releases, they will be released in theaters and on HBO Max. And in HBO Max, it'll be available for the first 31 days of that release. So they promised all year to do that and they're sticking to it. I mean, we know next year, we know next year that is not going to be the case. It will be a 45 day window then on HBO max, which I don't mind. Thank you. I can wait 45 days. Is it Um, worth it though, to get HBO max after your review? Let's see what happens here. Well, let's see. So we'll come back to that. Now in hacks, um, we have Gene smarts character, Deborah, Uh, She's a Las Vegas comedian. You know, she's at a casino. She's a major star. But she's been doing it a long time. And the owner of the casino needs to have money. He has some ideas about how to do that. Does she agree? Mm -hmm. Now, she also has an ex-husband. What's going on with him? Had. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we see her go through her whole day. She ends up at home and she seems to be in this huge mansion alone. Mm. Is she happy about that? You'll see. But then you find out, is she alone? She might want to be. Right. She might want to be. So, you know, she's in this situation where she wants to save her career. She doesn't want to reduce the number of shows, even though the owner's like, you're not really that big of a draw. 
you know. Now, to save her career, her manager suggests that she works with a client of his who's a now disgraced writer. Oi. Was on the way up and now is definitely down. Wah, wah. Yes. And that's Ava, played by Hannah Einbender. So, okay. Now, Ava's like, I'm better than this. You know, that's her whole attitude. I don't need to be working for, you know, Deborah, you know, whatever. But of course, they have to get together. How does that happen? You'll see. Do they clash? How does that work? You'll see. And the thing is, always keep in mind, if you are somebody who has been at the top for a long time, you ain't stupid. There is a reason why you're there. Whether you're doing stale material or not, don't underestimate people with a lot of experience and longevity. So you'll see how they interact with all of that. Here's what I have to say. The actors have the correct timing. Putting it together is professional. But is it funny? No. It's trying, Ref. Trying desperately. I know. I watched the first part of it. I know. (laughs) And And I didn't finish. Oh, well, I know you didn't. So, you know, the key for comedy, as far as we're concerned at Why Watch That, is the premise. The premise has to be funny. Based on the first two episodes, which I did finish, it's like, you know, 20 minutes normal comedic length. It doesn't seem like they're going anywhere interesting. First of all, after they introduce the two main characters, it stalls. Because at first you're like, okay, you're kind of setting it up. Let's see what goes on. Jean Smart knows what she's doing. You know. It's just and getting better and better. I mean, we we see her and Mayor of Easttown at the same time on the same platform, you know, doing a completely different thing. But in Mayor of Easttown, they have characters. Now, back to the show. So here's what I would say in regard to the ref's question. Would you pay to watch this for HBO Max? No, but that's not why you get HBO Max. You get HBO Max for everything they provide. The HBO material, the HBO Max material, also these movies that are being released all this year. And just know everybody, when they come up with their reduced fee, which is coming uh, soon, you do not with that, if you pay the reduce the cheaper version, you do not get access to the movies. So just know that. So if How much is the fee? Uh, I'm, I can't remember how much cheaper it is. Oh. It might be like five or $6 cheaper per month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know that. Now, what I would say instead, if you're looking for comedy on HBO Max, Crashing. I talked about the show before. Crashing. It's funny and excruciating to watch the title play out. This is called Hacks. Hacks. Like, there. I wish that more of these writers would follow the title. It's called Hacks. It's called Younger. Um, and also... <laughs> like a more dramatic oh, take that that doesn't work but it's better to me is i'm dying up here which was on showtime didn't always work our drama but different take so or even flight 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 on mm-hmm. is it flight on hbo max that was oh yes a with, with kaylee comedy yeah yeah flight attendant Flight attendant, flight mm-hmm. attendant. Yes. Yes. I-, I would even go as far as to say if you're looking for it, you know, yeah. Yes, we agree. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. There you go. So there is that. I did not go forth in that one because I have a just didn't find it funny. Um, but that was me. Let's return to our favorite network, Peacock, and go to Intergalactic. Uh, 
Uh-huh. Now, anytime I hear a word like that, I always think of Star Trek. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. you think, oh, is this going to be some sort of futuristic Star Trekky kind mm-hmm. of thing? I we wish. Well, probably not. So we know that they don't own that property. Right. So Peacock is offering some stuff. Mm -hmm. Are we buying? And they're doing a lot of, you know, British imports. Yes. Really in that because people, look, they got to populate these platforms with content. It is rough out here, you know, in these streets. Do I care? Uh, You know, do I sympathize? No. Now, uh, (laughs) sorry, no, I, I do not. But I understand. Now, this is a set in the future. Um, you know, like you said about the title ref, it, it is that kind of thing when you think about Star Trek going on, kind of. Maybe even a little bit of alien universe where you have an off planet where you send the convicts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is a system of planets. Who knows what it is? Because I saw the first episode only. Uh, that's going on. And there is a pilot we're introduced in the beginning. And, you know, she's really on the come up in her profession. She nabs this criminal who is on the loose. You know, this is a great thing. Her mother is a big wig. You know, everything's going great. And then she gets framed for a crime. Wait. And she gets framed in a way that even her mother can't save her. The man in charge, this very strange, you know, uh, laconic man. The mother goes to him and tries to explain, it can't be my daughter does this. He's like, well, look, (laughs) okay. So how did they frame her? And she ends up on a ship that's going to take convicts to this planet. And once you get on that ship, you ain't coming back. Oi. Okay. Now, who does she end up on the ship with? Hmm? Because there is a little plot going on. These convicts have no no intensive purposes. They have no uh, no wants or desires to go to this convict planet. They have other plans. <laughs> it's like a convict planet. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. Yeah. So it's like common world and like the off world and all this other stuff. All right. So how do they how do they manage this? Do they manage it? What's going to happen with this, you know, framed pilot who's a cop? You know, what's she going to do about it? Can't she do anything about it? And that's the question for Intergalactic. Now, when one of the characters' hair started attacking people, yes, we had a bad hair moment. I went, okay, am I supposed to take this seriously? It just was a deal breaker. Because watching it, I was like, okay, it's kind of cheesy sci-fi thing. And then they did that. And I was like, I don't know. Now, look, if you like sci-fi, the network, sci-fi's lesser shows, if you're fine with questionable effects, questionable writing, fine. And I, I will say this. If you think, if you watch all of these British imports and go, oh, these Brits, all of them are amazing. They're brilliant. Watch oh, this show. Oh. Yeah, watch oh. this show. Okay. Some of them are suspect. And I keep trying to tell y'all, stop coming for American acting. Some of these American actors aren't American. Okay. What I'm telling you now, they're perpetrating and they're, they're bringing us down and I'm tired of it. No, that's a joke. But still. <laughs> we, we went a little left. But anyway, that's intergalactic. If you like, you know, cheap sci-fi, not their good stuff. Does anyone like cheap? It's almost like cheap. Somebody does, Ref. It's on the air. They keep producing it. I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, you know, there that is. Let's move on to Netflix. Because, you know, we always do that for every every episode. (laughs) Netflix is putting out something new. Yes. Halston. 
Now you think, oh, what is that? I think I know what that is. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, by the time you get to the end of this miniseries, you you may have thought you knew what that was, but you you don't know a lot more than you probably bargained for. Yes. This is coming to us from the world of Ryan Murphy. You know, among others, you'll explain that. But mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy has an overall deal with Netflix and he is cranking them out. Is that unlike Ryan Murphy? No. No. Of course he's cranking them out. He's like a creative cranker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, look, this is about the designer Halston. Um, I believe it starts in the 60s through the 80s, something like that. And Ewan McGregor plays Halston. So what you really see is um, how Halston went from the guy who designed that hat for Jackie O and turned it to a huge brand. And what happened to his personal life through that? How can you be this creative genius and survive the time, survive the pressure, all of that? People want your name. They want you to do all of this stuff. So that's really the question. And you get glimpses of his childhood, just little glimpses of it. So you see Halston and his uh, just strong friendship with Liza Minnelli. Liza with a Z. (laughs) You see, because uh, Krista Rodriguez plays Liza, she does the Liza with the Z thing, the whole thing. Oh. The whole performance. Well, Well, it's Ryan, of course. Yes. Of course. And Krista can do it. So you see how their relationship develops. And you know what? I like Liza Minnelli even more after watching this. I do have to say that. She was just so fun and light and a joy. We don't have enough of that now, Ref. We don't have enough of this energy now. Well, most of the, you know, Liza, you know, it's um, F- uh, Fosse and yeah. uh, uh, Vernon Fosse. And, Thank you. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, Liza kind of goes, you know, mm-hmm. they, we, we kind of poke fun of her as a culture, but she really was. She was an I She deserves her Hollywood star. <laughs> And in one scene, they show where she has all her awards. <laughs> okay. And this is young Liza, you know. Yeah. yeah all yeah. the awards. And your mother was Judy Garland? Yeah. I don't know why we as a society, I mean, we like to poke fun at her, but it she yeah. really is. She paid her dues. Yes, Daughter or not. Yes. And they don't make fun of her in the show. That's great. I, I loved Liza in the show. Um, so you see that. You also see Halston and the people who help him, his team. Uh, namely Elsa Peretti, played by Rebecca uh, Dayan, and Joe Eula, played by David Pitu. Who, they're the ones helping him. How does he treat them? Uh, Elsa became a huge designer in her own right. I mean, she designed the bottle for Halston perfume, and Joe did all kinds of things with design as well. So you see that. Um, you see Bill Pullman's character, David Mahoney, he wants to buy Halston out. He's a CEO. Of Will Pullman does. <laughs> and look, he, and he, you know, it's Bill Pullman. Very yeah. convincing, not pushy. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'll take care of you, Halston. Just sign this contract. Does Halston want to do that? You know. Right now. And then you also see Halston's love life. Oh, God. I, and Ryan Murphy. Like, <laughs> you're going to see it. <laughs> you're going to see. And then comes the drugs. Yeah. And all yeah. of that. I mean, everybody's smoking. I mean, we've seen this before, right? The yes. desi- you know, the conflicted yes. blood. You get to Studio 54, ref. You know, yeah. you get all yeah. of that. And you'll see who the his love is. 
and I won't tell you who it is. You may not see it coming. And it's like, oh, when this character shows up, I, like, I didn't need to see it, but that actor was like, I'm going there, okay? I, this is this guy. Like, it, it, like we, you are taken aback, like Halston. I mean, it's really the way he comes in. I was like, oh, okay. And then you see how it all ends. You see how things crumble for him. You also yeah. see a major designer, a pioneer in dance, okay? Not designer, I mean, uh, I said designer, choreographer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pioneer yeah. in dance, okay? So you do see that Martha Graham. Huh. Okay. You also see Vera Farmiga plays a woman who is going to design the scent for, you know, his perfume. That, their whole interaction. I mean, you could do a show with that. <laughs> you know, he's like, no. And, and she's like, she just looks. <laughs> you know, he tries to shock her. And she's like, okay, well, fine. I will smell that. <laughs> So that's the kind of experience. It's only five episodes and they're not even an hour. Like one of them is like a 58 minute, which means you're not going to get that much. The most are really 40 minutes long. So going back to Fosse Verdon, unlike that, there's an effortlessness to much of Halston that I found inviting. Now, a lot of the critics don't like it. I expected that. They want something new. They want something flashy. I don't. I want to be called. I'm like, if you're going to do new and flashy, it's got to be good. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm over it. I'm tired of being serious and, and urgent and now. And now, this just floats along, which is appropriate for Halston. Ewan McGregor is there. Thank you. The rest of the cast supports him. This is a reined in Ryan Murphy production. That's what it serious is. Serious and urgent. And now, I don't. <laughs> and I want to say, Ref. I like yes. it when Ryan Murphy, when he focuses, gets out of the way, lets the subtle work, uh, subtle quotes happen. It's It was mostly easy to watch, minus the occasional explicitness that we talked about. I didn't need it, mm. but all right. And I appreciated this show's ease. Because again, I'm just tired of being yanked around for no good reason. Like, give me a reason to yank me around. If you do, fine. If not, just go home. Not everything has to be deep. I mean, uh, look. A lot of times, even when the show flirts with depth, it does lose something. For instance, first half of episode four, I was like, oh, okay. Then they got away from that. But <laughs> you and McGregor, you and McGregor is practically faultless. Practically well, faultless. Well, is he ever faultful? No. Like, I mean, he, he really does. And you, you know. we forget about him because he's that kind of actor. You I mean, Obi-Wan you... Kenobi and Halston. Yeah. <laughs> Well, among other things in the right. middle, like you and McGregor is one of those actors that you look up and go, oh, that was him. Yeah. Be and it's consistent work. It's never in the way. Um, exactly. So and here, yes. like it's that's the point. And I will say in the end, all of the seemingly shallow moments, they layer one on top of the other to support an ending that I did think was of substance and had weight. Hmm. So, I, you know, I was fine with it. Well. I think we should keep on, you know, moving forward yes. with that essence. <laughs> the essence. The essence. Let's let's keep moving forward with Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Because like I said, he is a creative crank. He just cranks him out. And, yeah. he, and you know, I often wonder, I have to say this about Ryan Murphy. You know, Ryan Murphy had a very long and has has. Mm -hmm. A very long run at FX. I mean, he really, mm -hmm. if we're going to be honest, he built FX. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. Yes. 
built their TV shows and the miniseries. From what, Nip Tuck on? Nip Tuck mm-hmm. um, all the way through, you know, going on to, into the limited series um, right. of OJ versus... Um, people versus OJ, yeah. People, ver- mm-hmm. people versus OJ, and then, you know, that other... Uh, um, American Horror Story and um, all of this Yes, stuff. I mean, yeah. now let's move on to another barrier that he's broken. Mm-hmm. Not with Netflix, but again with FX, mm-hmm. Pose. Yes. And Pose is in its third season this season. And it's one of those shows where you thought, is this going to make it or not? Yeah. Now, we have RuPaul's um, drag on... Uh, yeah, um, drag race mm-hmm. drag race on on Viacom CBS platforms mm-hmm. and it is it definitely paved the way to see a show like pose mm-hmm. I would I'm I would stand on that like I you could you can't get me off that horse like mm-hmm. getting a American audience to invest in pose really was the effort of getting us used to that world that we hadn't as a whole been exposed to. Right. Ryan Murphy brought us this. I'm not sure. I don't think he's active, you know, on it, Mm -hmm. like, or doing any show writing, but he certainly brought it to the table. And now we're in a third season. It was a rough last season for some characters. And um, we've seen the effects of the times, on some characters and of course we know out of this show actors like billy porter mm-hmm. walked away with some awards yeah the question is now that because i think you said we're moving through time yeah and we're moving through um epidemics how much longer can we go is it losing yeah. its luster well and this is the final season um, okay well there you yeah. go yeah there you go uh so before i get to that question hmm so where we are essentially is the uh, House of Evangelista. We move forward in time. A former member, that, well, the house is like done. They're no longer doing the balls. A former house member, you know, has his own. Um, and he's now a rival, essentially. He's looking at them like, mm, okay. Mm. So what are they going to do in response? Uh, also another member, uh, Damon, you know, he had his struggles with uh, drugs. He relapsed. He left the show. And the reason he left the show is because the actor left the show for a sad reason. So I'm going to get yeah. through that. So that yeah. if yeah. you watch it, it's abrupt. It's for a reason. They didn't plan for that to happen. Right. right. Um, so a lot of this early going in this uh, final season, Ref, is it's people dealing with drugs. Like Billy Porter's character is like going too far. Why? Well, we do have the AIDS epidemic that you were yeah. talking about there. How does he handle that? He's just... Losing too many friends. Yeah. And he's going to lose his own life. What time period is this? To, if you can remind mm-hmm. the, the listeners. In, in this season, it's 94. Okay. So, so we went, it started with. Yeah, the 80s. I think it, went the, I think it was the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 80s. Yeah. Early 80s moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, he's been. We've seen in the show. People, yeah. you know, they're they're going yeah. to funeral after funeral after funeral. You know, Sandra Bernhardt is there looking and, you know, doing her thing. So <laughs> it's time. It's intervention time. For yeah. Pray tell. Billy's character. Now, how does that go? And if you are doing an intervention, if there's skeletons in your closet, are they going to stay in there? Just be ready. Uh, be ready. <laughs> 
And all essentially all of the futures are unclear here. The past is just that it's the past, the past glory. Can they still have it? Now, what I would say about the show, it can be fun and entertaining, which is why I watch it in an over-the-top sort of way. But it can also be very awkward, okay? When it gets serious. When you say awkward, what do you mean? Like, like yeah. you want to look away or? or... I'm going to tell you right now. Oh. So when it gets serious, it sounds, ref like somebody's homework assignment. That's what it sounds yeah. like. It's like okay, awkwardly then. executed. Uh, and some of the things they say, like in... I wouldn't wait a minute. What time is 1994? I was alive in 1994 and, and lucid. Yeah. We didn't say toxic anything. No, in 1994. no, like toxic no. relationship. I looked it up. I looked up when that was no. coined. According to the search I did, it was 1995. Like in 1994, nobody was saying toxic. So like, that's the problem. You don't need to make it now at all. It is 1994. Follow the characters in the story. Okay. Now, with that said, it's never been a show about execution, though. And they threw in the OJ stuff. It's 94. I'm not sure about that either. Not sure. But it does work when they go after something. One of the characters, Poppy, he, that actor is going after something. With Angel, who he wants to marry. Can they get married in 1994? No. Okay, so all of that. Uh, the third episode with Electra's mother. Now, that's what I'm talking about, okay? And Electra's mother is played by a wonderful British actress who was Hermione in the stage uh, show of, of Harry Potter. Let me tell you something. That third episode, you put the characters in a seemingly ridiculous situation with urgency and go. That's it. Go. Now, MJ Rodriguez, Billy Porter, they still do what they can. They still are committed to the proceedings, but it gets out of hand sometimes. It's not quite as fresh as it once was. Um, and I do have to say on a side note, I just, with the ballroom scenes, I just wish they were more closely tied to the storylines, but I'm sure the target audience doesn't mind at all. So you mm -hmm. can tell they're wrapping up. They need to wrap it up. I just yeah. want them to do it in a way that's fun with everything else. Yeah, and that, you know, obviously that's a result, but like you said, Ryan Murphy at this point in FX that he has moved on to Netflix mm -hmm. and, you know, as much input as he may have had in season one and perhaps even a little bit of season two, yes. you know, it, it may not be the case anymore, but it sounds like if it's, if this is your thing, you know, it's, you're going to finish. Right. So um, let's talk about another final season of a, of a TV premiere. Um for the its third season as well. So they they really are walking in tandem. Um <laughs> Shrill, which I find it hard to believe it's season three in Shrill. Yeah. I missed it. Um mm -hmm. so Shrill, of course, has a very familiar face, especially if on Saturday nights you like to watch a certain show. <laughs> um you will definitely know this actress. This is on Hulu, so you can watch the first and last season because who doesn't have Hulu? Where are we at with this? Because I did watch a good number of season one, like mm -hmm. a, a nice handful. And boy, this girl was quite a mess at the beginning, but found a certain stride in her writing. So <laughs> what's happening now with 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 80's character? <laughs> so 80 plays Annie. And Annie, like you said, is a writer really for uh, this daring publication. That's what they were. Um, and the owner of it, well, former owner, you'll see how that goes, played by John Cameron Mitchell, who in and of himself is, I mean, 
that's John Cameron. That's just look. Who could John. be on Pose? <laughs> oh, if he were on Pose, that'd be like Patty Lupone when she showed up on Pose. Okay, if John showed up on Pose, it would be a whole and Billy Porter. Jo- anyway, let's not. Oh go there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I, I want to go there, but we can go I, there some yeah. offline. <laughs> if look, that would have been a great idea, actually. So anyway, <laughs> so John is there, you know, and he's there. Okay, he and Annie, though, it now Annie went behind his back with the person who bought the publication. Mm-hmm. The person who bought the publication loves her because she wrote a particular article that got traction. So, you know, look, uh, John's character, Gabe, really wanted Annie out, but now it's not the case. What's that like? One of her great friends is now in management there. What's their relationship like? And Annie has finally decided to let go of the boyfriend. Okay, the boyfriend again, oh, non plus from season one. Yes, oh. and then into season two. Wait, wait, but oi. he works there now. So what's that like? And he has friends oh. who work there. Of course he does. So now she's trying to find, you know, have fun dating with guys and all of this stuff. And her friend at that's now in management sets her up with a guy. He's like, look, I think you'll like this guy, but. At this time, she has her eyes on another guy. Mm. She thinks this is going to come to fruition between them. So she's hoping for that. But her friend is like, hey, you should go out with this guy. And this guy is uh, played by Cameron Britton, who you might not know by name, but you know by sight. Uh, he mm. was in Mindhunter as the main villain of Mindhunter. Uh-huh. And he was in, uh, he played Richard Jewell in the TV show of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but this is not what we used to see from Cameron. He is playing a nice guy. How does Annie respond? Uh, yeah, she's she's been dating a jerk for a long time. Uh-huh. Also, I'll put it this way. How does she expect people to treat her? And can she give that in return? My question to her is, who do you think you are? Okay. Oh. Who do you think you are? And that actually might be the question the show asks if you keep watching. Who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. If you want to be respected, shouldn't you give respect in return? Mm. So that's one thing. And then we also have her best friend, her roommate. She's in a relationship with her girlfriend. The girlfriend might have ideas about where they should be living, where the relationship should be going. Can she go along with that or not? You know, now, I mean, she's of Nigerian descent. She's Mm. uh, was born in, in Great Britain. You know, so the mama's there. What is the mama thing? You know, that whole kind of thing. And so we see what happens. And the question for Annie and her best friend is, can they actually leave their shared space and still be friends? Do they want to do that? Even if people in their lives ask them to. So that's the question. We also see how they meet. So you'll see Mm. that as well in season three. So what I would say about Shrill is that when we're focused on Annie and her awkward escapades, because that's what really, it's really what it is. It's entertaining. That's yeah. what it, that's what it is. Most of the show is that. So that's what I'm thankful for. Well, that's good. Um, I, just to remind the, the, the listeners, Shrill had a little break. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to go back and refresh your memory again, this is on Hulu and you can go through it. and it's not a lot of episodes. It's not a serious no. commitment that you're making with Shrill. Right. And this is a side of 80 that Brian, we haven't seen. We don't know. We don't see 
I mean, it's her. It makes sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, on SNL, she's usually playing um, something very different to this. And again, the showrunner writer, I believe this is more of her story. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not verbatim. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know the story if it's verbatim or not. But it's definitely... Right from her viewpoint via some experiences that are personal to her. Mm-hmm. So there you have that. Now let's move on to Enders. With a show that you have loved since its inception mm-hmm. and a show that I've come to love as well. Look at that. Yeah, I have. You know what? You really, you were telling me for years. Well, seasons. Yes. Like, you should, you should. I'm like, I'll get uh, I'll get to Friday Night Lights. I will get there. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> How dare you? I will get I've there. I've been blindsided. I just, I just <laughs> you know I have on Friday Night Lights. I just wasn't expecting you to say Friday Night Lights right now. Okay. Oh, you know what? The funny thing is that's uh, the critic's trigger word. So <laughs> Friday Night Lights, he will go down a love affair tangent with the wonderful Connie Britton. I don't oh. know. You have, a, you have a thing. So you have a thing. Love her. Um, love Kyle Chandler. And more in that show. The two of them together. (laughs) When do we have a relationship like that on TV anymore? I hope you find your Connie Britton. Now, moving (laughs) back to young Sheldon. Yes. This is its fourth season and we're wrapping up. And COVID really got the best of this. Usually we, we we squeeze out a couple more episodes. And there was a break at some point because of COVID. Um, but they were able to finish out. This is on CBS, but if you have Paramount Plus, you can watch it on there yeah. and um, totally do your thing there. Now, get this. It's been renewed for the next season and the next season and the next season. Yeah. So, yeah, the, we will have at least three more seasons out of Young Sheldon. And that will be its seventh season. And the funny, the fun part is next season will mark that good old syndication season. That's what most actors and writers and directors were like, come on, season five. And yeah. uh, we are marking um, that for next season. And this comes to us from Chuck War, who created the Big Bang Theater, the, uh, theory, not theater. <laughs> and um, I like to preface this because we talked about it so much, but sometimes listeners come in on it. This is not a multi-cam sitcom. Thankfully. And I and I like to to because I try to get someone else to watch it. Oh, I don't like Big Bang Theory, you know, like it's cheesy. And I was like, oh, why? And it's, you know, the clapping, mm-hmm. the ha the laugh track and all that stuff. And I was like, oh no, no, no. This is like it feels like a modern day wonder years. So yeah. I just dated myself so badly. Which is coming back. So you didn't date yourself. You, well <laughs> Yes, for those of you who are who are like Wonder Years, Fred Savage. Um, oh come on! It's got the voiceover of the older, wiser version of the, mm-hmm. you know, younger something kid who's trying to find his way. Except it's Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> except it is the Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Imagine him as a kid, and then run with it. Yeah. Um. Now we've had a we've both watched full seasons and I'm not going to to do the review um the recap but I will mm-hmm. say this This season we've seen a lot of ups and downs with this family. I mean mm-hmm. previous seasons it's really been revolving around Sheldon and is he going to go to college is he not we know where he is finally but 
I feel like some other family members are figuring things out. Yes. Or are they? Or uh, well, they're becoming teenagers. Well, Mima too. I was I was sticking her in there. She's figuring out what she's feeling and doing and thinking and liking and yeah, who likes her? Well, you know, you get to choose between Wallace Shawn and Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> no sleep. No sleep. And with Craig King Nelson comes Reba McIntyre as the ex wife. Don't sleep. Now, wait, I have to say this Uh season, because you may not address it. Having Reba do karaoke and crashing and burning is the best. It takes talent, folks, for a professional singer. And Reba McIntyre isn't just, oh, she's a great singer. She's one of the greatest country singers our our generation has ever known. Mm Mm-hmm. And to get her to sing off key, I was impressed. With I her. was highly impressed. I was because it's hard. It's hard. Hard. Yeah. It's like you have to learn it wrong and sing it. Like, okay. So keep in mind uh, for young Sheldon that it is the first one, two, three seasons on HBO Max. So let's be clear about that. So if you want to see the current stuff, it's on Paramount Plus. You want to see the old stuff and the Big Bang Theory. All of that is on HBO Max. Now, in this fourth season, Sheldon's getting older, but still looking the same almost. (laughs) His sister is growing up. Oh, yes, she is. Yeah. And Sheldon's off to college. What? Yeah. Who's driving him there? You know, who's going to be his little guardian there? Because mama's not going to be there. Oh, he drives people crazy. (laughs) Both of them. (laughs) Yes. Look, because while Sean's character is gone, he went to whatever collider it is. He went to go work there because I'm not going to say that whole scientific thing. No, please don't. It's real, but no, you know. So he went there. That's his dream job. He left Meemaw, who he was dating, you know, all of that stuff. Asked to marry. Yeah. Well, so he's gone, but he pops up every now and then via a phone call. So Sheldon's dealing with that. And also... Sheldon gets all kinds of special treatment because, you know, he's a a boon for the university. But is he a unique boon is the question. By the way, she's perfectly cast. I mean, they they just, (laughs) just brilliant. I love the show for that. Yeah. And we see from his foil, his nemesis, Uh how you can be brilliant, but fit. See, that's the other thing. They're, you know, opposite sides of the same coin. And his sister... Again, it's becoming a teenager. In all ways. In all the ways. <laughs> at, at the end of this season, heartbreak, possibly, what's happening? Oh. I'm going to tell you this, though. If I'm paying for a house, if it's my house. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you this. If you live in my house, that door is my door. If you want the door closed, go pay some rent. You tell me to close my door. So you could have privacy. You're not going to have a door. Well, the thing is, let's balance her behavior with Sheldon's behavior. She's an angel. (laughs) Well, but see, Sheldon is smart and Sheldon doesn't say close the door. So that's a whole other thing. I'm just telling you, if I'm paying, no, 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 he never told anybody to close his door. Now you say that I would say, well, show me your payment. Anyway, 
Well, he does do their taxes. Well, <laughs> and that's a whole thing as well. And that did, was a whole thing. Did he make a mistake paying, you know, with the taxes? So you'll see all of these things happen. Uh, also, well, older brother, Georgie. Georgie's like kind of mellowing out. He's mellowing out. This season out. he was. He, yeah. He, had some, he, had, he fell in love. Ooh, he did. And, you know, he worked. And did it work out? Well, he got a job. Uh, and you see how that comes to an end. And so on and so forth. So good for Georgie. And even Sheldon and Missy are coming to him. What's Missy, up with that? Yeah, yeah. Now, mom and dad, ooh, what's going on with their relationship? We get toward the end of this season and we go, ooh, what is happening there? Because dad finally says something that mom is shocked by. Now, in one episode, mom, you know, let her hair down literally and had to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Could she have fun? Okay, dad, look, dad just wants to sit and watch some sports and have a beer. And have a beer. What that's, is so difficult? All, yeah, that's all he wants. And be respected. There you go. Now the neighbor is over there. What happened to her marriage? Billy. <laughs> Billy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, the poor Billy. We 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 just gonna we're gonna hug Billy and hold him close. <laughs> Love he him. He had a he had a beautiful moment this season. He did. Yes. I mean, he really nice. got to really watch nice. some poker and, you know, all of that happened for Billy. So that was wonderful. The way they wove that into that episode, it was beautifully done. It really was. We, we yes, I mean, I we had Roadhouse. We had all kinds of things. <laughs> so in the that. end, though, we get a bit of a cliffhanger. It's like, I, are y'all really about to do this? Now, Ooh. I am not someone who watched The Big Bang Theory. So like you were saying, you were recommending this to someone. That is not the show for me. This is the show for me. So I don't really know what's happening, what does yeah. happen in Sheldon's life. I just hope that they're very careful with the balance. They have been up to now. I do trust them. Yeah. But I will be watching. We'll see how they come back and start season five. That'll tell us a lot. And I want to say this. I'm not giving anything away yeah. um, for you listeners who have been dragging your feet like me um, <laughs> with young Sheldon. Again, I'm, I'm reiterating. It is a single cam. There is no laugh track. If you like modern family. If yeah. you like, you know, back in the day, wonder years along that kind of comedy lines, um, except there's something sweet about this show. It's, it, there's something not cheesy, but something very, very sweet. In addition to that, if you are a huge Big Bang Theory, it's always nice to see how did Sheldon become Sheldon? And you can see them weaving in some of the jokes um, or, or it's, it's just like, oh, when you get older, you'll never you know, do this right, and that. Right, and yeah. we know these things happen, but we also know something is coming in Sheldon's life that he talked a lot about in the Big Bang Theory and we're approaching that. But good thing is we have three seasons. So whatever that is and however they're going to approach it, for you fans of the Big Bang Theory, it might be kind of cool to see how they um, get us to arrive to a certain place in Sheldon's life. Um, so that is on CBS or on Paramount+. Plus. All of these shows are revving up. They're doing their thing. And they are giving you options. <laughs> you don't want to go outside. Or if you do want to go outside and just want to enjoy, you know, something on your phone, your iPad, we have options this summer. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.